Yes! Over the line! What we've got here is failure to communicate. I want winners. I call that bold talk for a one-eyed fat man. And here are your hosts, RJ Young and Brandon Drum. All right, so Young and Drum, back at it. Following Texas Tech and Lincoln Riley's pressure on Monday, we're recording on a Monday afternoon. Uh, if you want to go right through with your Eminem lyrics, go right ahead, Brandon. RJ and Drum is back. Tell a friend. All right, go ahead. Now you go ahead, man. What's your takeaway from OU versus Texas Tech? So I've spent the past, oh, I would say the last two hours or so discussing this matter on my radio show in Oklahoma City on the shameless plug here, 105.3 CBS Radio. Um, And look, and and RJ is on 97.1 in Tulsa Sports Animal, if you want to listen to him as well, 9 to 11 a.m. Basically, look. Texas Tech is awful, but Oklahoma, when you look at the stats of what Oklahoma's done, it's impressive. I don't it doesn't matter who you play. Like last year, these exact same opponents were putting up what type of numbers against Oklahoma? What, 56, 50? I mean, it was stupid, right? Like the numbers they were putting up against Oklahoma were dumb. This year, the the comparison, the comparison numbers. And I did this whole segment on my show today was last year, total defense, four games in. Oklahoma 76 this year. Oklahoma 47. Passing defense, 64 last year, 27th this year. Rushing defense, 80th last year, 70th this year. Scoring defense, the last two metrics, stats, whatever you want to call it. Scoring defense and third down conversion percentage, those are the two most important defensive statistics that you can possibly have outside of turnovers. Am I wrong with this, RJ? No. Well, that's good news for Oklahoma fans right now because Oklahoma was 40th last year and 29th this year in scoring defense, and obviously it's only going to get better when they play Kansas because it's a quasi-revenge game for what Kansas did at OU. And I think that's kind of what this team's on is like a revenge tour like Michigan last year defensively. But the third down percentage is what just baffles my freaking mind. They were 96th through four games last year in third down conversions. Do you remember the uh, Army game last year? And <laughs> third down, after third, even fourth down, it was awful. Awful. They're second in the country this year. Only giving up. 19.6% of the time does the team get third down. Last week, two, what was it, two of 17, there were 17 possessions for Texas Tech. And they were one of 13 on third downs, two of 17 as far as scoring possessions. That's impressive. That is very good for Oklahoma. Especially considering some of the things that happened with the, the, the stop inside the two Force field goal, all that stuff. And then, of course, the offensive side of the ball, 600 yards, four games in a row. That's the first time that's happened in the history of the program. And 
obviously the two, history one, of the program. Yeah, six hundred yards. Oh, uh, yeah, four yeah, straight times. Yards. Sorry, yeah, four straight times. I, I heard different. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, 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 no. I, I said it wrong. You're right on that. Um, so, anyways, that is crazy to me. Like the, what this Oklahoma team is doing, and and just the the lack of respect. Because nobody's playing good teams. They're like, oh, Oklahoma's playing bad. They're 40th in strength schedule right now because everybody else is playing, and excuse my language, just a shitty No, you don't get excused for that, man. Why did you? Crap. Okay, crappy. Whatever. You, I got to edit that, dude. Like, I got your point. Your point was made. Okay. We're four Apologies minutes in. Apologies to all those kids. Sorry. No, no forget the yeah. kids. They're not going to hear it. I got to I gotta bleep it. I'm upset. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Jay. I'm upset. I'm upset because I'm just so sick of the lack of respect Oklahoma's getting. Like, I, all right, can, all right, no, but forget that. I, they, they ain't got no respect. Like, the only team that deserves your friggin' respect right now is Auburn. Ain't nobody played nobody. All right, that no, includes and I Oklahoma. Agree. And I don't why is care. I don't really care. I don't care because this Texas Tech team that they played this year is nothing like last year. It's a different head coach. It's a different system. They didn't have their best quarterback. So we're judging this Texas Tech team. quarterback as they played last year. Dude, Alan Bowman didn't play in the. He played. He played a quarter and a half last year. And they were good for that quarter and a half. And they were good the rest of the game. Well, I guess the other point there is that you got them in November. You didn't get them in September. You got them in November. Yeah. When they had an identity and they who they knew they were, and you had an identity and you knew who you were, which is to say that you were trash defensively, (laughs) and that's part of the. I'm not buying into the hype around this OU team, dude. They no, ain't no, played I'm nobody. Not. Jalen Hurts' passes are late, but they're hitting receivers who are better athletes than he is. All right? I look at Carter Stanley this week because they got Kansas this week, and I'm going, what does Carter Stanley do worse than Jalen Hurts? And it's move, without the, move with the football. That's it. If you give Carter Stanley the same kind of athletes that Jalen Hurts has now, you do not see the same sort of drop-off. And... If you put Tanner Mordecai back there right now, the offense does what the offense does because the offensive line is amazing and the wide receiving core is amazing and you got a three-headed monster back there at quarterback. So I'm not – I've heard from too many people now how, much, how little respect mm. Oklahoma's getting. Just win. Just win. Mm, you just compared Jalen Hurts' talent to – and I literally just talked to a scout on Saturday that said – Hey, we Jaylen both talked Hurt. to scouts on Saturday. Yeah, and they all—they're all raving about him right now. No, they're no, they're not. I have an email to proof for it. I don't. You, you got one dude, and I got another dude, and that's how this works. Well, I've talked to plenty of them. They all said that the guy has a chance to be. I will bet you a six-pack of your favorite beer. That kid does not get drafted before the third round. I was actually going to say he was going to be a third round, oh. third, fourth round guy. Okay, then that's what are we exactly talking about? What, what are we that's talking exactly about? What I, but he wasn't even going to get drafted up until this point. Bull, 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 butter. He was always getting drafted. Not at quarterback. Yes, he was. He was been drafted as an athlete. Please, that's like saying that Nick Fitzgerald was going to get drafted as an athlete. It's like saying Dak Prescott was going to get drafted as an athlete. No, that's just it. Like, to me. And there are better athletes than Jalen Hurts that you can go get. I was going to compare him to as a matter of fact, this is what the guy told me. He said, before this year, he was more of a Denard Robinson than he was what he is now. Like, he, he was going to be drafted. He wasn't even more of a Denard Robinson because he ain't that fast. But he, he's an athlete that they could play 
and do multiple things with. No, but that's that's what a quarterback is today. That's what it is today. You're full of haterade today, bro. You're full of haterade. That's fine. No, I'm That's not fine. full of haterade today. I'm just not gonna gas up this OU team. I'm not gonna I'm not do it. Gassing them up. What I'm telling you, you didn't let me finish either. My I, point you is, went through the my, points my, about the about the third down conversion you percentage. You LSU went through the points about the total defense. Like, you went. Why through is the, LSU allowed to give up 40 points? Because they beat a top 10 team. They give up 40. Or because they beat a top 10 team. We, we watched we watch Vanderbilt this year because they beat a top ten team. They did. Who has Oklahoma beat? beat? I will I will I will say they're gonna be a top ten team. They're uh, not gonna they're face not. a top ten team. Texas will be a top ten no, team. No like Vanderbilt. like hell. Like Where hell. are they ranked right now? Twelve. Twelve right now? I thought they were they moved up. I uh eleven, twelve. I mean I let me I pull it up, but they're not in the top ten. So you're you're saying that they're going to move up because Auburn or Florida has to lose. Is that what you're saying? Oh, I, I I'm trying to look at the rankings right now. I, I'm, I can't name the rankings off the top of my head. I mean, that's just not. Well, I can do that off the top. Let's see: Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, LSU. No, excuse me, Ohio State, LSU, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, Auburn, Wisconsin. That's AP. If you go coaches, which... who would go? Why are we taking the coaches' uh, I mean, ball seriously? Because they do one? I don't know. I like the coaches. I mean, I, I, I think they're more consistent lately than lately. Let me see. Eight would be Wisconsin. What? Nine would be Notre Dame. Ten would be – okay, 11. Texas would be 11. Mm-hmm. And the AP. That's the one that I referenced until the college here, football here, playoff. Here's why, here's why, here's why I – here's my issue with, with the AP right now, and I know this is – Friggin' totally. Iowa should be a top ten team before Texas. Okay, well, Cle- Clemson, Clemson shouldn't be a top five team right now. The way they're what? Based on Have what? You, a one point win against North Carolina? Based on how they played, uh, Trevor Lawrence has been nothing but average all year. He has built up the greatest quarterback. He doesn't shouldn't even be playing this year because he could hurt himself and ruin his draft stuff. Yes, potentially. And I will agree, the guy is going to be a superstar in the NFL, but right now, the way he's playing, it's not been what he was supposed to be. So how do we get to Clemson when we're talking about what OU is supposed well, to be? Well, I'm just, my point is, the AP is like, they're moving people up, like LSU gets a pass for the 40 points. So I guess my point is, is, when Oklahoma did it, and they would put 60 on the board on people, even after they beat a top 10 team, it would be the defensive crap. Which top 10 team did they beat? I'm not talking about this year. I'm just talking okay, about Okay, last year. Which top 10 team did they beat? Well, they beat Texas. Was that a top 10 they, team? They were at the time. They were? Okay, let me, now I got to go check. Uh, Texas, when they played for the when they played for the Big 12, were they not top 10? Let, let's let's uh, check. I thought they were 11 or 12. Well, let, I guess let, they made 11 let's check. I know they were 12. They were 12. They were 12. So that's I not a top 10 team. They were 12. Okay, but the point being is, is that you get the only time that Oklahoma's played top ten teams, they've been spanked. Right. And tell me I'm wrong. In the last four years, when they play a top ten team, they get spanked. When they play a top ten team, they get spanked in the last four years. Well, I guess we'll have to go back and look and see who they played in 2015, 2016. No, because you go 19, 18, 17, 16. Well, okay. What was what was Auburn ranked when they played them in the 
Well, let's let's take a look. Let's look at the tape here. I mean, All right, no, really they gonna, beat Oklahoma State. They beat Oklahoma State. They were ranked number 10 in 2016. And then they got a number 14 Auburn. That's the last time they beat a top 10 team. But, I mean, are we splitting hairs between, like, like – No, literally. I mean, we're doing this Oklahoma's, thing – Oklahoma's – I would say, so, okay, is there a huge difference between 11 and 12 when we're talking about ranks? There, like, is, that, there is when you're going to nitpick about whether or not Clemson's a top five team. I, I'm just saying they're not playing like it right now. And frankly, what do we have to go off of except their win against A and M? They beat Which a top. A&M, they beat A&M a top ten about team. Lost to Arkansas, and yet they were ranked. Arkansas they were, lost to who? What are we talking A&M's about? Are we talking about who they played? Are we talking about who they played? Or are we talking about how we feel about them now? I'm talking about how they how, how we feel about them because of A and M obviously is a fraud at this point. So is Houston. Oh, Houston's a joke. Yes, yes, and Tech is a joke, and South Dakota yes. is a joke, and UCLA yes, is a said joke. The whole thing. I said they're all jokes. Yeah, yes. it's a, it's a it's a bunch of yeah. Nobody is playing anybody right now. Out of five games, so why are you getting upset games. that Oklahoma's not getting any respect? No, I'm not. I'm just. My point is, is why I want people to say, okay, guess what? They're not as bad defensively as everybody says they are. That is my. We point. Don't, don't know. We don't know. We literally they, don't know. Okay, but then we don't know about hardly any of it. Alabama's getting a pass. They play No, they're not getting a the pass because they start four true freshmen on their on their front seven, and they gave up 31 to an Ole Miss team and, then and 279 rushing and 100-yard rushing to a true freshman quarterback. And then Look, the number one in the country. Because they had won a championship. People are saying that Nick Saban's going to get it figured out before Lincoln Riley does because we're looking at it going, how will they finish? And what we know about Oklahoma is, is that when they get into this Final Four, they crap the bed. We know this. Crap the bed. Like, what is crapping the bed? It means that you had a 17-point lead against Georgia, yeah, and crap. you got that spanked. in the bed, but they also made a huge comeback against Alabama, too. They, uh, dude, it was dude, done they, in the first we, quarter. I was there. Everybody started getting – even in the press box, the Alabama people were like – I don't care Alabama about how you feel right when there. you were there. I am care about the results on the field. And it says L. It says it L. L. But it's not like it, they, they didn't get blown out. No, but they got spanked. But crap in the bed to me is getting blown out. If you lose by two touchdowns, you crap the bed in a game where you're supposed to be neck and neck. That was, what was that? What was that was picking here? They lost by 10. So Dude, that was two versus four. That's not two touchdowns is all. I was just making a joke. Because we're nitpicking. At the end of the day, yeah. Yeah. It's 10 points. You watched the game. You saw Alabama put this away. Yeah, they did. Not without a scare, but yeah, they did. I mean, oh, yep. my gosh. Not without they a scare. They almost blew a 28-point lead. I mean, it's the same thing. Oh, what? They almost blew a 28-point lead. And Okay, this is what I'm talking about. This is, this is the thinking for which I get upset about when people talk about OU football. Closing the gap is not OU football. That's not what this is. OU football does not live to close a gap. It opens gaps. It destroys people. Is that not what it is here? Because we're talking about OU football as if being in the but, conference but, or in the, mean, in the so that's what they've done all year. Yes, against teams that aren't very good, but we're sitting there blasting. But them. no, about team. No, no, I'm blasting them. You're not. I'm no, very I'm not clear. Because they played, they played the teams that were on their schedule. Right, just like Boise State schedule. did. Just like UCF did last year or the year before last. What did they get for it? Are you, are you comparing 
if your argument is if your argument is you play the people that are on your schedule if your argument is you play the people that are on your schedule central florida has as much claim to that as oklahoma does yeah except for when oklahoma goes into conference play it gets who who is the class in this conference well, Texas is going to be it. They're oh, okay. my. It doesn't matter, dude. Like, it does matter. It. it does matter. And you know why it matters even more now? Because so Oklahoma, Oklahoma hasn't made it through the Texas. month of October undefeated since 2004. So if Oklahoma beats Texas, hold on. If Oklahoma beats Texas, you're telling me it doesn't. It doesn't you beat right. a decimated Texas secondary. Good for you. You didn't get them at full strength. They were bad before they were decimated. They gave up 400 yards to La Tech and Louisiana State. What's your point? You're telling me that uh, okay, so they when, were bad before, but so when Texas play, plays Oklahoma, when when, when the Red River rivalry is played, and and Oklahoma gives up 500 yards of offense, then what? That, I, I'm I'm fully I'm fully thinking they probably will because Texas is really good on offense. And yet you're telling me that LSU should get knocked for beating that same Texas team by seven? But you're saying that... If and it's a better it, Texas team that they played because the secondary was at full strength? They were bad still. They were bad. They gave up the week before. They gave up... What I'm saying here is the only way that you can win respect Tech. as an Oklahoma football team in 2019 is to run the friggin' table. Because this schedule sucks. It's no, not their it fault, but, that, but the schedule sucks compared to yeah, other people's schedules. It's unfortunate. It's so, unfortunate like, that's the reason I'm not... Just gonna be like, no, they, they deserve wise, more respect. It looks, like good, it looks like a good schedule name wise. No, it bad. doesn't. It's got it, it it doesn't. Houston 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 has won nine games or more. How many years on though? That isn't a bad that's not a bad whatever G five team or whatever you want I, I feel like if, if Central Florida was in that spot, you wouldn't make that argument. Why would I not make that argument? I, I think that that's because uh, because that's because they're not in a power five. No, I think conference. that is it's got more to do with Houston having beaten Oklahoma. That that, that has something to do with it too. But UCLA also is a power name, and also the fact of the matter is is that it sucks for Oklahoma that LSU backed out of that spot. Oh uh, well, I mean, people keep wanting to bring that up, but it's gone. It's gone. It is gone, but it happened. You I, it do, I don't. It I look. Whether or not it was going to be on the schedule, it could have just as easily been Oklahoma who took that L. All right? Texas took that L. Now Texas has its back against the wall. If Texas had played the same schedule that OU plays right now and they run the table, they're in the college football playoff. And what I'm saying here is I like rankings because we can argue about them. But at the end of the day, what we know about Oklahoma is if you go undefeated, nobody's going to keep you out of the playoff. No, they're not. So why are we... Spending time and energy talking about how good their third down defense is, how good the total defense ranking is, when you know that because they play they three, the they play, they play two Power Five conference teams in four games, and they had a bye week in one of these first five weeks. We don't know about this team, man. I believe Lincoln when he says we got a lot of work to do. I, I, I believe everything that they say when they say we ain't we 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 understand y'all think we're really good. And we understand we played well, but we are not as good as we need to be because the meat of their schedule doesn't show up until October 12th. I just don't know, man. No, like I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with anything you just said. But my point is, is that the same teams that Oklahoma played last year and made 
their quarterbacks didn't matter whether 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 it was Jet Duffy, whether it was whoever. They look like Heisman Trophy contenders. Well, they put the clamps on Michael Collins, right? Right? They put the yes. clamps on Skylar Thompson and Alex Delton, right? And both all of those dudes are still very much in this conference. Okay? You got lit up by Zeb Nolan. He ain't here anymore. All right? You got lit up by Jet Duffy, as you keep wanting to tell me, right? Okay, cool. You got lit up by Taylor Cornelius, and all of a sudden that game ought to scare the hell out of you if you're OU. And you got Oklahoma lit up by State. Sam Hard G. Ellinger. If you're not scared about Oklahoma State, you're crazy if you're an OU fan. Oklahoma oh, State. good God. I for the, sake of, for, for the sake of everything good and holy, you better hope they blow that team out. Because if they're in it, that, if they're in it, it's, it's squirrely as hell. Because where's that game this year, Brandon? It's in Stillwater. That's what I'm saying. If you're not scared of that game, you're out of your damn mind if you're an OU. And you ought to be scared of Kansas State, even after they laid yes, head against should. Oklahoma State. Yes, yes. And yes, you ought to be scared happen. of a West Virginia team that's going to be gassed up as all hell to come that's into a spot brutal. in which yes. Iowa State did two years ago and hell gave you an L. So we're agreeing on that. Like I, I, I just my my that's my that's my whole thing is like four games in. I, I just think that if you can't say that, yeah, you've seen improvement. I guess that's all I want is just people say, yes, I've seen improvement. Because, well, you yeah, said disrespect to start this thing, man. And that's where I came unglued. Is that you're what? saying they're being disrespected. Well, because there are certain people that say, well, it doesn't matter who they play. And who are these certain they, people? Well, trust me, I have. No, who respect. are they? I want names. Because well, this, this isn't the kind of thing I'm where we need to source this. I'm tell, not going to call my friends out like that. Well, I mean, well, hell then. Tell your friends to shut the hell up. Because they're <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Like, why bring it into the podcast? You know it's a stupid thing to say. It is. So it why, is. why like, you brought it in here. I want I you to name names. Like, I, I will tell, if you come to me with a BS opinion, and, and that's your opinion, I'm going to knock you down for it because I think that the things that come out of your mouth need to be things you can back up with facts. Oh, I got him. Well, but you're that. not telling me who it is. We're, we're arguing about it in front of thousands of people, <laughs> and you won't give up this person's name. His last name is Parks. I don't care about Parks. What's his first, what's his first and last? Give it up. Put the <laughs> sum gun on blast, because I'm not going to deal with anybody just being slanderous without putting their name to stuff. This is not the internet. This is our podcast. <laughs> Let's go. All right, change the subject. <laughs> Show up to work, dude. You don't want to get in the octagon with me. I do this for a living. Coming hey, out here talking call. about this noise. Call. I wish he would call. I wish he would call into your show. Hey, he ain't, he ain't got brass to call into my show. <laughs> he ain't got brass to call into my show. Bring it. Oh my Come goodness. get it. Oh, my goodness. He, now, what really ticked me up was, that's why I brought up the LSU thing. He's like, well, it doesn't matter what LSU does. Well, why are we still talking about this, dude? I know. because the SEC, he, When he said because of the SEC, I was just like, oh. I don't really. Ugh. Okay, anyway, we're done. Moving on to the other subject. I want to ask a question. You said something about Jalen Hurts that I, I, I want your reasoning behind it because you said that he is no different than Kansas's quarterback as far as outside of, you know, maybe he can run better. Do you mean, like, you think that they're 
Similar throwing? I think that Jalen Hurts' greatest attribute is his leadership. I think his greatest attribute is how he conducts himself and carries himself and how he goes about his business. But on a football field, with a football in his hands, he's been late. He doesn't see it all the time on time. He's getting better. He goes through his reads better, but he's not elite. He happens to have at his disposal some of the best skill players and best offensive linemen in the game. But if you are looking at him blind and you see him as a quarterback, you could plug and play a lesser quarterback or somebody you perceive as lesser and get the same results. His greatest attribute is not his ability to play quarterback. His greatest attribute is to lead your football team. And that is something that he happens to be better at than 99% of all of college football. But if I'm looking at a dude from a skill set, from a can you throw it, can you sling it, the better quarterback's on the bench. And you know that in your bones. And we're talking about Rattler, right? Yes. But but okay. if you put Mordecai out there, I don't expect the offense to fall off. I expect the leadership to fall off. I expect the poise in a pocket setting, in a huddle setting, in a, hey, guys, we got to get down the field and get one setting to drop off. But if I'm talking about a guy that puts the ball there when he's supposed to put the ball there, I'll get the same yeah. from the redshirt freshman. Well, okay. Here's where, and this isn't like a yelling disagreement or anything, here's where I disagree with you. And I'm, I'm going to say that I agree with what um, Dusty Dvorak and Charles Thompson told me the other day. Um, and CT, I will say, anything CT says about quarterbacks, because that's what he does is he trains them. Obviously, he's trained his kids, and his kid is going to be the starter at Texas in another year. So, not next year, but the year after Ellinger leaves. Um, and some say that he obviously some say that Casey is just like we're talking about um, Rattler and Mordecai being better overall quarterbacks. Some say the same thing about Casey down there, and these are unbiased people telling me that down there in Austin. That he is a better overall quarterback than they, the leadership builds what we're. What Unbiased is a lie. Tell me what he told you. No, I'm, this one is CT. Tell well, I just, just, yeah, just, yeah, I, I, is, everybody's got names. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, Mike Roach, Mike Roach literally said that there's a lot of people down there that believe that Casey is a better overall quarterback, but just like you were talking about the leadership deal, that is, that is the difference between Ellinger and a Casey Thompson right down there in, in Austin. And I guess you could say the same, just like you did um, with what's going on in Norman. But they were talking about, I guess, anybody that questions his throwing ability, they think is crazy. Even Steve said he questioned it for forever. And now he said he's willing to say he was wrong. And that's what he's, what he does for a living is, is quarterback. And so when he says something, I kind of take it to heart just because I trust his eye because – that's what he does. He scouts, he evals, he runs the FBU and all the elite stuff as far as the, the big-time high school quarterback camps and stuff like that with a lot of the big names that run it, pro, college, all that stuff, the Mannings and all that crap. He runs it. So when he says that he sees certain things in a player, like how they're holding the ball different and, and the ball's coming out different and they're reading different and all that stuff, I take that as facts to me. When he says Hurts is better at that, 
I believe him. And I feel like with my eyes, I'm seeing that. And obviously, I know a little bit about the quarterback position, having played it, but he knows more than I could ever imagine. It's just, I think he throws a lot better than even I thought he did because I thought he was going to be an okay thrower because it's as simple as moving your your pointy finger, you know, a half an inch or, or your, your stance is too wide and stuff. And this is something I'm learning with my son and working with a lot of these guys that work with the Trent Dilfers of the world and stuff like that. So when I see that there is little intricacies that, that Hertz has done to change his throwing and to do the things that he does now, I, I, I buy into that he's a better quarterback and a better thrower than he's ever been in his career. And Riley's even said that he's touched little things. He said there hasn't been big mechanical things, but those small things can turn into big results. I guess is what I'm saying. And I think that's what we're seeing. Does that make sense? Hello? I trust my eyes, man. I trust my eyes. Yeah. And I want to see him against the defense. Because the same because the same kid played in 2017 at Alabama and the same kid was told to sit the bitch in the game that mattered. And he's got that on his mind. And that is going back to intangible. He wants to be great because, well, he was told when it was game time to sit down. And he was told for an entire year, you ain't the dude. And don't you feel like he redeemed himself a little bit? Rede- redeem yourself quarters? with a national championship. No, that, no that, that's fair. Because like, when it became, yeah. when it's nut-cutting time, when it was time to get a W and you ain't got no time left, they went to the lefty. They went to double T's. Mm-hmm. But he saved Alabama's season last year. I, I, I'm not saying that he didn't. I am saying that the game that mattered, he didn't play in back-to-back years. In the second okay. half. Okay. No, that, that, that's valid. That's a valid point. So I, 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 I'm, I'm done talking about Oklahoma in a regular season setting, which is a privilege unto itself because you expect them to win 10, 11 games. You expect them to go with the one loss and make it to a college football playoff on the strength of a Big 12 championship. But I am not going to do this thing where we crown him because he played well in the first five weeks of a football season. There have been better quarterbacks. They just aren't as well-loved and as beloved as this kid. And he deserves every bit of the goodwill you want to extend to him. But if you're asking about quarterback play, if you're asking about a guy who's going to go out there and carve you into bits and pieces, Jalen Hurts ain't that dude. I mean, that, 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 that is a narrative that he's going to have until he goes up against uh, Texas, like he said, or, or, and or in a Big 12 title game and or a playoff game. There, there he's are. Gotta, he, he's got three games he's got to do that in. And you know what? On the big stage. You know what? There are quarterbacks that do it, and there are quarterbacks that don't. And you know, you tell me, who's the better quarterback, Baker or Jalen? Well, I mean, obviously, statistically, Jalen's better, but 
overall statistically Jalen's better. He's played all of right four now, games four, here. Yeah, the first four games he's better, but uh, I know that against against who? I just said Baker's a better quarterback. I'm just saying Baker played at a ranked Ohio State back to back years. Yes, he did. Who he the did. hell did Jalen Hurts play in the first four weeks? He played nobody. Okay, Kyler or Jalen? Uh, Jay, no, Kyler, sorry. Kyler. I can't believe that. No, but if you're going to pick a quarterback, <laughs> who are you going to pick? Kyler, he's a, if you're going to pick a quarterback between Baker and Jalen, who are you going to pick? Baker. Okay, so now you're going to tell me that Jalen's going to be able to do some things that Kyler and Baker couldn't do. I don't – that's because I, I, I saw those guys – I have a better sample size. It's a yes or no question. But it's not because I don't know how he's going to react in these big games. You do know how he's going to be reacting in these big games. He was told to sit down in the national championship game. We'll see. But today, right now, today, right now, today, right now, who's your guy? Yeah, four games into his OU. Today, right now, who is your guy? I'm going to pick Baker over all of them. Exactly. Exactly. Why? Because I know that Baker's going to do well in the big set. You're damn right you do. And what do you know about Jalen Hurts? Well, I know that he didn't do very well in the big setting except for the last half of last year. And is that out. not what OU football is about? But but he or David, he has shown that he can do it because he did it in the SEC. You know what? Then by all means, kid, shut me the hell up. Then that, That's all he's got. I mean, he's got to... I just said he's got to go out there and do it. Well, I'm just – and I'm going to say that to anybody who wants to tell me how good he is. Until he does it, you have every right to question his abilities. I watch Baker. I watch Kyler. I watch Jason friggin' White. I watch Sam friggin' Bradford. Tell me that Jalen Hurts has something that they don't. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown, new season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus. He has two really good knees that neither one of those guys have. You talking about Bradford now? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bradford's got both his knees. It's the bum shoulder. But even before the bum shoulder, he played a national championship game. Yeah, he did. He did. What did you? What's, what's your excuse for Baker? You know what? Bradford has a national title to Mark Murray. What's your excuse so, for Baker? I don't know. Baker, Baker played in the awful third quarter. But other than that, he was... That whole season, he had one bad quarter the whole season, and unfortunately, it was in the national semifinal. Give the kid a ranked opponent, and you know what? Texas takes care of business against West Virginia. They'll be yep. ranked. I don't know if they'll be a top ten team, but they'll be ranked. And you know, you'll get a piss poor secondary in the Cotton Bowl, and at least then you'll get to say you beat up on a ranked team. But you're not going to do anything to convince me until you win a college football playoff semifinal. You can do that at Oklahoma. You can do what no other quarterback at this university has done. 
And if you didn't come here to do that, what the hell are you doing here? I mean, that's what he says he came here to do, so we'll see, right? Exactly. And I'm we'll a money-where-your-mouth-is kind of dude. I show up to work every day. He shows up to work every day. But when it comes time yeah, to do some stuff, when it comes time to do some stuff, we're going to see. We're going to find out a lot about yep. the Jalen Hurts. Because I, I get I, it. You want to say rat poison? You don't want to take your W's when your W's are being handed to you? Cool. But that ought to be for something. Because there are a lot of people right now who are gassing them up and gassing themselves up, putting the battery in their pack, just in their bag on this man. And he's not giving them one thing to be happy about when he has to speak about it. When well, he has to speak about something. it, we suck. Let me ask you something. All this talk that he has of, uh, you know, uh, well, you know, I'm not, we got so much we got to work on, yada, yada, yada. That, L, that, that W wasn't, you know, worth much because we made so many mistakes, blah, 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 blah. If he goes out and he's just, say, say he plays well, he himself plays well, but they still lose against Texas in the Cotton Bowl. How much of a rap is he going to take for saying all that crap leading up to there? No more than Baker took and no more than Kyler took. Okay. Because what was the thing on Kyler? That he was aloof with winning. Yeah, he was. He didn't like it. I mean, he loved it, but he would just... And what's the thing that people love to say about Baker? He talks too much. Yeah, they're still saying it. I mean, him and... He, he, he took the blast to uh, this past week. With Welcome to being the quarterback at the University of Oklahoma. Yeah. No, that's a fair, that, that's a fair assessment. I just, uh, I just find it interesting how he's gone about answering those questions um, and then always trying to say that, you know, it's never good enough, which is, which is right. It isn't ever good enough. But at some point in time, I asked Lincoln Riley that question actually today. And I he said, didn't bite. No, he didn't. Did you see it? <laughs> yeah, of course it did. Yeah, he didn't bite, but he bit, he bit in the sense that he answered it the way I, I thought he was going to answer it and what I, the way I wanted him to answer it. Um, I knew he was going to use it. That's the standard we have, yada, 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 all that stuff. So that's what I was expecting. I just wanted that quote to come out of his mouth. You know I, how that is when you go and you But, but I also am I'm tired of it. I really am. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. You're talking about tired of the talk? I'm tired. I'm I'm tired of trying to ask the same question about you guys are really good. Why do you think you suck? And and the most interesting thing that he said in the press conference was how he watches a game and how he sees a game and how he couldn't get within a hundred yards of what it is they're doing because he doesn't call the game or watch the game in that way. The most interesting thing he said in that presser was that, you know, in my downtime, when I got to do my coaching show, I kind of peek at the game book, and I kind of get why everybody's telling me that you put up so many yards or you were so good. It's because you look at the yeah. statistics. That's not what they, he looks they lie at. Sometimes. And that was, lie the, sometimes. that was the coolest part of the entire presser, was him going, I, I know you guys don't believe me, but I, I really <laughs> don't care. And I really just don't watch the game that way, and I certainly don't prepare for the game that way, and I certainly don't call the game that way. He looked at the statistics when he has literally nothing else to do. 
That you know, but no, you and I are a little bit like that. Like I'm not a big stats guy. I'm a big what is my eyes showing me? That's 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 how I and a lot of people don't like that. They want to go off stats. And I agree with him and I know you do too, that stats don't tell the whole story. And I said this today on the radio on the radio show. I said a perfect example why stats don't show everything is the, the, the Larry and Terry Yell play, right? That where he chased the guy down for 58 yards. You're not going to know why the guy got stuck. If you go look at the numbers, why they were on the two-yard line, you're, you're just going to assume that it was a big play and they kicked the field goal, right? That's all you're going to assume. But that play changed the momentum of the game. And that's what we're talking about. He's talking about with the eye test, the effort, all that stuff. That That is seeing through actual play, through actual, like I said, effort. And effort. The conceit there is that we're not watching the game. The conceit there is that we didn't watch DeLaren Turner yell make that play. You know what else I saw DeLaren Turner yell do? Get beat in the slot for six. All right? So, like, I, I get what you're saying, and I get what he's saying. But you're acting as if people are just reading a drive chart and play-by-play -play data. No! We watched every minute of that frigging game, right. and we're so, also I, I, using yeah. the statistics to say, you know what? That was actually pretty good because inside there, you're going, yeah, he ran down the dude. The dude went for 58 yards. Does that not matter either? It matters in a big way. So, like, I, I, it goes both ways here. And poo-pooing the stats, poo-pooing what people are saying about throwing for 400 yards or talking about how good your effort was. They go hand in hand. So don't talk about one as if it doesn't matter as much as the other. Your eye test is also a liar. And we know that to be true because we can look around at dudes that can absolutely play the game who don't pass a friggin' eye test. So I think it goes both ways. I think you're either a smart college football connoisseur or you're not. And the conceit yeah. of most coaches is we don't know what we're talking about. To which I go, all right, dude. I know that you won by this much or you lost by this much. Tell me why. Well, I think the eye test, like you were saying, is that the eye test can lie to you. You know what the perfect example of that is? Recruiting. Perfect example. I don't how know, many man. Times, how many misses do we have? I don't know, man, because like Fox Sports tried to put out this tweet about Wisconsin having like nine five stars or nine four or nine blue chippers or whatever to like 69 for Georgia to which I'm going yeah Wisconsin's going to get drove by Ohio State yeah. so, I think so yeah I, I get right. pissed oh about that because it does matter yes but you're going to have I'm duds saying, like, just like you're going to have duds who are walk-ons you want more walk-ons you want more five stars tell me which one you want we'll populate you okay no, no. we'll give you all the walk-ons you want how about that I'll take all the five stars I'm not disagreeing with that I'm saying that the eye test can lie to you on occasion, like you were saying. Well, on, you on occasion, your wife can lie to you about whether or not you're fat. Hey, man. Let's not go there, okay? Oh. Sensitive subjects. Oh, my bad. That wasn't, that wasn't directed at you, B. My bad. No, I'm, dude, I'm not fat yet. Oh, okay. Nah, like, uh, yeah. I, that one just hit me. My bad. I'm, think, I'm thinking, yeah, I wasn't thinking about you. I was thinking about... You no, know. I'm messing with you, dude. I really don't. I'm not, I'm not, okay. Well, no, point no. point that I'm there. The the point is. I don't think it's six two two thirty. I'm not fat yet. Not yet. Not yet. The the two thirty. Yeah. What's your bench? No, I weigh. I'm six two two thirty. Yeah. What's your bench? Oh, dude. I I. I oh, that's like right, the back thing. Five. My bad. 
That's fine, Sergey. Before yeah. that, yeah, I, back I have a video of me. This is really, this is a really stupid podcast. No, it's not. I'm a meathead. It's our podcast. Yeah. They wanted to Anyways, click away. Click, video, click away. I, Turn it off. Before, before I got injured, I had a video of me putting up uh, two fifty-five eleven times. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Move that weight, boy. Move that weight. Yeah, I can. I, it's on my Instagram. You can, you can slide down there and find it somehow. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I, I used to be that guy. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, no, but the, I feel like we're be talking about how much we're benching now. Yeah, no, <laughs> you probably bench way more than me. Anyways, um, the point being is that, that the eye test, yeah, it does. Like you're right, it does a lot of you on occasion. Your wife does. Well, a lot and, of all right. Yeah, so we talk about benching. Eye test. Eye test. Yeah. All right. I'm a yeah. That's a that's a that's a good. That's actually a good. I'm a uh, buck forty five. All right. I put up three fifteen on bench. Fight me. I can go for two three hours on a step mill at a fifteen setting. And not blink. But, but you not do not me. want me out there playing middle linebacker for Oklahoma. All right? If you go through my Instagram, you can find pictures of me with my shirt off. And I tell you what, I put in the work. But you do not want me out there. You want a five-star. That's what you want. That's what you need. There's a reason to which we assign these friggin' rankings. And I feel like we use the blue chipper status to bang on it more than we do to uplift these kids. Because while you're talking about LSU getting all this love, you know what they got more of than Oklahoma? Hmm. You know what Ohio State has more of than Oklahoma? Uh, five stars. You know what Georgia has more of than Oklahoma? Bama, Clemson. You know what the team that has that has won the last five national championships has had? More five stars. Okay. So, like, that, that, that's where I get with this, man. If you miss, good. That means that you recruited a ton. Yeah. It means that Wisconsin has a ceiling that they have reached. This is as good as Wisconsin is ever going to be. So, yeah. when they catch two losses here in the next two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, four weeks, don't come crying. Okay. Well, if, they, if they played anybody in the top five, six, seven, they get they get Ohio State. I want to say the week after next. Oh, they're done. They get they're like done. Ohio State gets Michigan State this weekend, and I want to say those boys get. Oh man, I gotta pull up their schedule now because I because my my whole bit about Ohio State is that they're they they have as much they have a better argument than Oklahoma for being yeah. disrespected because they played. Four, no, five, power five, or power five, excuse me, five FBS teams, and they skunked a really good Cincy team, and they destroyed Miami of Ohio, and they destroyed Indiana, and they destroyed Nebraska. Like, Florida Atlantic's got to feel real good about themselves because they scored three touchdowns. That's where we're at with Ohio State right now. Because, like, as much as people want to talk about J.K. Dobbins and Justin Fields, their defense is terrifying. It's terrifying. And you know, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm really going to start pumping on this for a little bit. Because as far as I see it, the biggest opponent to Oklahoma making a college football playoff today is Ohio State. Because who's going to stop them? Now streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. 
It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount+. Who's going to stop Ohio State? Nobody in the 10. Right, because that's what they got left. Who's going to stop them? Yeah, okay, so we, we say that. Do you think anybody's going to stop Oklahoma in the Big 12? Yes. Ooh, Somebody in the month of October. I'm taking, so, I'm taking, yeah, I'm okay. taking the so month of October. Going off, you're going off of trend, right? Like, yes, I'm going okay, off okay, of the okay, last that's 15 that's years. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's like, fair. buck that. Because we, we do know about Oklahoma is that they're unstoppable in November since Lincoln Riley's taken over the job, Right. But what we also know about Lincoln Riley is Iowa State came in in Norman and got a W. When the hell does that happen? You know what else we know about Oklahoma? Baylor can get a W. Yeah, in Waco, that could be interesting. So, like, you know, and we know that Kansas State can get a W. Like, they're not not playing against any, any, I mean, they don't have four FCS teams to play. They got real Big 12 teams. Teams they ought to beat, but we've said that about the teams that they should have beat. We thought that they should have beat Texas last year. Yeah, no, And that game yeah. wasn't close until Kyler Murray made it close. Does Jalen yeah. Hurts have Kyler Murray in him in a fourth quarter to get you 21 in six minutes? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't close until Buzzy ran out in the middle of the midway saying, Believe this, throwing his helmets <laughs> at halftime, and things changed a little bit then. But they were down by, weren't they down by like almost 17 or something at halftime? It is bad. It so, bad. so Ohio State gets Michigan State, then they get Northwestern. Same Northwestern, it played like I want to say it was like 28 to 15 or something when they played Wisconsin. Then they get Wisconsin, Maryland, Rutgers, and then they get a ranked Penn State and a ranked Michigan to finish out their season. So Ohio State has well Ohio State has to date four ranked opponents left, right? How many does Oklahoma have? Two. Tell me where you can lose a game if you're Oklahoma. Because if Ohio State goes eleven and one, and Oklahoma goes eleven and one, it's going to be flipped to last year. It's going to be. Oklahoma fans going, how come we're the fifth team? How come we're left out? Probably because you would have lost to an unranked opponent. But even if you lost to a ranked opponent, you're not going to have lost to a top 25 Michigan State or a top 25 Penn State or a top 25 Michigan or a top 10 Wisconsin. Like the Big Ten East is loaded. And oh yeah, in the Big Ten West, they got some players too because quietly, Minnesota ain't dropped a game. You know, like I, I, this is a bad year for Oklahoma to have a weak schedule, especially when yeah, you know is. they perennially drop a game in the regular season. But there's always that. Well, even if even if say they make it through, and we were talking about this earlier in the podcast, even if they they make it through October, in November, there's a really really good chance that Oklahoma State doesn't lose another game, and you don't think that. They're not going to be in the top 12. They, you know what? The, here's a cool stat that I found out the other day. Did you know that 14 of the last 15 years that Oklahoma State has been ranked in the top 15 at some point in time during the season? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes, I did, actually, because I, 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 I do pay attention to that. Cool. 
Actually, that's a pretty cool stat. No, the, the the better part of that stat is how good has Gundy been against everybody not named Oklahoma? Yeah, well, that's kind of what I was getting at. They are the and, they they have the second best record in Big Twelve play. Yep, that's kind of what I was getting at. Like the gap between Oklahoma and OSU is large, but okay. Oklahoma State leads the rest of them. So as much yep. as we make fun of that university, especially yeah, when it comes to Bedlam, they pretty take care of business. Yep, pretty good at football. And that is the second part of what I was getting at is there's a really good chance that Oklahoma State goes undefeated and ends up very close to the top ten. But that only gets you to them. a second team that's ranked. That's we're, 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 yes, well, Texas and, and Oklahoma Baylor, State are decent. Baylor has, Baylor's, Baylor's like 27 or 28. If they win would, the next two okay, games, so so Baylor's schedule. Who's Baylor played? I don't. They they got like two or three weeks before the play of Oklahoma. They go undefeated. They're in the top twenty-five <sighs> when they play OU. I don't know about that. Minnesota and gets in before TCU. They do. When when does OU play TCU? November. They're like they're like thirtieth, so they have a chance to pop back in. No, they don't. They took a loss to SMU. They're 30th. They, they've worked their way back into getting... I'm telling you, Minnesota votes. gets in before both of those teams. That, um, that may be true, but we've got weeks. Like, other things can happen. Like, Well, yes, of course other things can yeah. happen. But I'm looking at the... As the, just, as the lay of the I, land is today. There's possibilities. Well, I mean, the, there's the possibility that Jalen Hurts can blow an ACL. You want to talk about that? Bro, come on, man. Well, no, you're throwing it out there. <laughs> that, that was... That, that was... That, that was... That, that was... Oh. That would be awful. Well, um, uh, hey, you know what else? It'd be great if every team that Oklahoma played was ranked. Yeah, it would. There's be. a possibility that it could happen. But that, no, I was those those are those have some realistic chances in it. Well, realistic to who? Say, I know there's a realistic chance he could get injured. Realistic? What realistic to who? Well, there are Baylor voters that have Ohio State as the number one team in the country. Baylor, especially Baylor, has a really good chance to be ranked. Well, I mean, so does Kansas State. They, yeah, they are. They're like 29th, aren't they? Something like, I don't know, 28th. I mean, basically what you're doing is looking at teams that got one loss and saying, yeah, they could be ranked. Well, I think I still have to pull up on my phone. Because, like, Baylor, cool, undefeated. Needed a late field goal to beat Iowa State. Okay, cool, whatever. West Virginia, not very good. Kansas State got the one loss. But everybody's either undefeated or got the one loss, or it's Texas A&M and took losses to top uh, top 25 teams. Yeah. So, again, looking at the Big 12, who did anybody play? Texas okay, played one go. team, and they took an L. Baylor, ooh, so Baylor is actually ranked ahead of Minnesota. Yeah, go ahead and tell me about how good Rice is. Go ahead and tell me how good Rice and UTSA are. Why are they any good? Because they're on Baylor's schedule. Well, that's what I'm saying. They have so, like, who's on Baylor's schedule, like, to date? These, this team that you want to be ranked ahead, or, or you think is going to get ranked ahead of Minnesota. Oh, but they are ranked ahead of Minnesota. No, they got more votes. But if you looked at Minnesota's schedule, you'll see three awesome group of five teams, right? Well, and that, you'll see that, Purdue. That's fine, but I'm just saying, if they went out and say, well, obviously Michigan State's going to lose this weekend, they're 25th. So they're going to lose to. Ohio you really State. think it's going to be that simple? 
I mean, no, I don't think it's going to be simple. I just think that at, at some point in time, no, gonna it's going to be that simple that they're going to that Michigan State's going to lose to Ohio State. Do I think they're going to lose? I think yeah. Well, you, all right. So yes. perhaps the Did best run defense. You don't think you don't think they're going to. I think lose? that if they do what they have done, which is nullify your no run game. If they nullify your run game and Justin Fields is forced to throw the ball 35 times, they're in this game. And if they're in this game, they got an opportunity to beat you. I don't think that it is a slam dunk. And all I've been doing, as you very well know, is picking winners. And I still haven't come up with my thoughts on this game because it ain't a slam dunk. I've watched too much how Michigan did State. Last week? I, I, mean, I don't know how we did last week. Do we know yet? Uh, yeah, I, I know remember. I did pretty well. Because I went in at 40-19-1 against the spread oh, and 42-18 and 18 straight up. You're first. I think I'm second. I'm watching a lot of college football is what I'm saying. And I'm saying no, that I, based on what I've seen Michigan State do against Northwestern, against Arizona State, and awesomely against Tulsa, no, nah, it's not a slam dunk. It ain't. As a matter of fact, if that spread – is more than 14, I might end up picking Michigan State to cover. Hmm. Matter of fact, it might be 13 and a half. What's the line right now? It might be 13. I don't know. I'm guessing. I'm talking to you. I'm doing the podcast. (laughs) I don't know if you do. You're a multitasker. Speaking of multitask, we got to end it here. Yeah, real real quick. I want to tell somebody, tell you all about the recruiting real quick. Take like two seconds. Um, oh, you brought in uh, Antonio Doyle, linebacker, first linebacker out of St. Louis, Lutheran North. And they brought in a four star defensive lineman out of Maynard, Texas, committed to Texas, out of the Austin natural area, uh, Princely Eumonellium. And you always struggle with his name. Dude, can you say it? I don't know. I, I just, Humanalian. 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 No. Yuma. I'm done. I call him Prince of You for a reason. Just call him. Yo, P. Yo, P. Money. Yeah, man. I'm a, I call, he just go call me Prince of You. P. P, P like, Money. Okay, um, what it do? Anyways, he came into town and so did. Mashed P. <laughs> so did Houston. Uh, Aldine MacArthur, four-star defensive back, and Texas commit Joshua Eaton. The first two are named, you might as well scratch off pretty much because even though their business went as good as they possibly could, and I really mean that when I say it, they went spectacular. Princely's not going to leave the central Texas area when he can drive right down the street, and so can his parents and watch him play in Austin. That's just it. Like, literally, he can drive 30 minutes and he's right there, man. Uh, as far as... Antonio Doyle, the four-star linebacker out of um, Lutheran North in St. Louis. He likes Oklahoma a lot. He's got a bunch of friends down here, Michael Thompson, um, Ronnie Perkins, and obviously he's got one committed to Oklahoma named uh, Noah uh, Arenze right now. So all that said, it's a Texas A&M OU battle. He's going to take a visit to Illinois. But if he likes Texas A&M, He's probably going to be at AM. As a matter of fact, that's where I had him crystal ball to. That said, 
Oklahoma needs some defensive backs and they need some big fast ones, right? Well, it's good news because Joshua Eaton really likes Oklahoma. He's got family from uh, the Norman, Oklahoma City area, and he's visited on his own three or four times over the summer and spring. And it's paying off for Oklahoma because right now there's a lot of people in Austin scared to death that he's about to flip. And when you talk to people around Norman, it's, they think it's a matter of when, not if. So, Yo, man. I All right. So, like, my reporting on this is it goes either way. But also, in talking – in let, let, all right, let, me, let me see how I couch this. You remember his commitment to, to Texas, Brandon? Which one? Eaton? Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. It was, All right. it was skittish as it was. Well, and, and he was also trolling. Mm-hmm. And kind of like Zach Evans, he likes to play the game. Yeah. All right. Um, but also, no, no, no. Eaton is the dude that gave up the quote about, Wrench told me yes. he ain't got no yes. NFL dudes here. Yes. So, like, it's really, like, it's really difficult to nail this kid down, is what I'm saying. Like, it's yeah, just, it is, nobody but... knows anything. Oh, well, I... Yeah, yes and no, but I got Texas people telling me they're hearing the exact same thing. Like Texas, Texas thinks they've lost. It no, I'm not saying point. that you're wrong. I'm not saying that. That not I, far from. I that. don't. I, I haven't Chris Baldy know either. I well, they, I'm saying like because I'm I'm, I'm I'm like yo, what do you know? And people are like, dude, I think he's flipping, but I don't know. It's like, what doesn't anybody know? We always know. No, yeah, because and that's why I haven't Chris Baldy because I'm really I I don't want to do that and then it blow up in my face because something happened because that's just that 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 one you you nailed it because I feel like so with him we got to ask him what he had for breakfast pretty much yeah he's very wishy-washy so it's just one of those deals and another thing is I'm going up to watch uh Dante Manning this uh weekend so I should have some pretty good notes on OUinsider.com BFP board I know a lot of people want to know about what's going on with that guy because uh he's a hot topic all the time Especially on our board. I can't go a day without getting a Dante Manning question, I swear. All right. That's going to do it for us, Young and Drunk Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. You know what to do. Uh, B, have a good time at your kids' game tonight, all right? Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, Let me know how this sounds. All right, brother. All right. Deuces.